welcome guys hope you are well thanks for tuning in thanks for coming along as it says at the bottom do get your comments in do like and subscribe the channel at turf more house tv well turf more house tv on here but at turf more house on all social platforms today we're just going to go over the uh, euro final i know it's late i know it's bringing back up the drama um but it's got it it's got to be done it's got to be done we've got to talk about it i mean a lot's happened since then uh, i must start before i do bring our guest in i must start with the incidents happening surrounding the game uh, everything that's happened after after the final whistle, it's not fair. It's really not fair. And if you are of that minority that that put your name out there and you know succumb to that sort of pressure of being around people that are of that sort of mindset, don't let yourself be one of those mindless idiots. You're not worth it. It's not worth it at all. Um, as it says in the at, at the bottom, stop hashtag stop online abuse. That's all we're asking. All we're asking is that you do your best. Do your be- There's no need for it. In fact, do your best. It, it, it shouldn't be taught. It's, it should be in your system. It should be well known. As I said, the uh, racial abuse thrown to the three uh, ethnic players from the England side, is it's not fair. It's not fair. J- like Judged on the colour of the skin because they missed a penalty, it's, it's not right at all. Um, the last time we played Italy in a penalty shootout, Ashley Cole and Ashley Young both missed a penalty. But I, maybe I was too young. Maybe it was a case of that I wasn't that active on social media, that I didn't see what was going on. But yeah, it's just one of those and it's not fair at all. Uh, so please do nip it out. And if, if anybody, you know, I, I, if anybody is that sort of person on this you know, on on our platforms, then I, I don't welcome you around here, unfortunately. I'm really sorry to say, but, um, you know, we're all good people. We all try to be good people. And uh, talking of good people, we have got Chris. How are you, mate? What an arse-licking introduction to me. I'm a devil you, sir. I'm going to just say, in all seriousness, well said, sir. Well said. It needs to be, doesn't it? I mean, obviously, we don't want to go over it too much due to, you know, and take the shine away from the game, but it it, it genuinely has. You know what gets me, right? That if those three players had scored their penalties, then we wouldn't be doing this. That's how pathetic it is. And when those... I don't want to call them fans, but when those idiots go back to their own clubs... Probably half their team is non-white, to, to, to want of a better word. And what would they do if their players score a goal? They'll cheer them. It's just, it's, it's like the missing link. We've we found the missing link. Yeah, it's not fair. It's like I said on, I think it was on your channel that during ninety minutes, fans are colour blind. The behind yeah. the, behind them players in an England top hundred yeah. percent. As soon as that ninety minutes is over, that's it. The blinkers are off and anything goes. And it's not fair. It's not fair at all. Those no. players work hard, put the training in. You know, when, when you're asked as a kid, what do you want to be when you're older? You know, I want to be a footballer. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be this. But, you know, a lot of a lot of mm. kids will say, I, I want to be a firefighter. I, I want to be a footballer, sorry. Yeah. You know, not me. I said I wanted to be an ice cream man. I, I, I were always a bit different. But anyway. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to be like my dad, so I wanted to be a milkman. 
<laughs> hey, way I've been feeling over the past couple of months, I wanted to be my, like, be a bit like my dad, non-existent. Oh, bless. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's it's great enough. We end of the day, we all we all have uh, our crosses to burn, and yeah, at the end of the day, it, it just is one of those things. Nobody should be judged for who they are, what they believe in, what they stand for. End of the day, so yeah, simple, simple as hashtag yeah. stop online abuse. Um, yes. We'll take some comments. The missus, first one in. Remember to sub, give a like, comment, and share, guys. It's true. Please do give us a like. Drop in your comments. Share away. Subscribe. That's the big one she forgot. So that's it. Um, a mod do jobs. I have to? Do I have to like you? Not really, but <laughs> no, you're here, right, so no. I suppose you do. <laughs> That's okay, then. Well, no, I've got nothing better to do, you know. <laughs> also, we'll as well... Down over, mate. You won't see me, I tell you. <laughs> as well, guys, please do go and give a like and uh, subscribe to Chris. Chris, before we take some more comments, obviously, give a shout-out to your channel. Yeah, on YouTube, it's Lester Till I Die TV. We're chasing the uh, the thousand, so if you can really, really help, we're, we're really close to 700, so please give us a sub on uh, on Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Facebook, it's Lester Till I Die, the group, and Twitter, it's at Lester TID. Brilliant stuff. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please do head over there, guys. He's Chris has just done a, an interview recently with the one and only Alan Smith. Some of you uh, young youngsters, you you hipsters, you know all these all these younguns <laughs> about nowadays. You know, get yourselves on there. Alan Smith, you'll know him more as the voice, uh, you know, as one of the voices as a, on the commentary panel on FIFA. But yeah, he did have a playing career before that, kids. He really did, yes, and he played for yes. Leicester. He played for yes. Arsenal. Uh, less about Arsenal, though, shall we say, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was Leicester first, shall we say? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, he, 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 That's he, where we got a... his grounding. That's where he yeah. learned. And I'm going to clip the bit out where he actually says, "Once a fox, always a fox." So, it's <laughs> uh, not wrong with that. Nothing no. wrong with that. Not at all. But yeah, so do do go on, head over to Chris. Do give him a follow. Go and give it a watch. It's a cracking interview. Uh, Chris did really well, as much as his arse was going 20p, 50p. But he did it. He got through it. <laughs> it was, I tell you, mate. It was. <laughs> good thing uh, I was in the bucket seat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, how are you? Who won the Euros? Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Mm. I think we all know. Uh, Nippon. Not today, son. Not today. The thing is, at the moment, I'm just, just keeping it as it is. Uh, agree, the missus agrees we are um, no different on the inside, we're not we're not, you know, there's many pictures online where people are you know, they're sharing pictures of coffins saying, you know, white British um, Asian you know, um, Pakistani everything else and stuff like that and they're all you know, all the coffins are the same we all go the same, we all come into the world the same we all we all share the same colour blood. Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It, it, even if our blood were different, who cares? Mm. Who cares? Yeah. It's not about it's not about sads. So I totally agree. Yeah, I did want it to be an ice cream man. As a kid, I used to tell I used to tell everybody that I want to be an ice cream man. I want to ask them what they want, 
I'll take the money for what they want and then drive off eating their ice cream. That's what I always used to say to everybody. And to be fair, it's caught up with me, with me weight. I haven't touched ice cream, but it's, I've touched everything else, basically, out of the fridge. <laughs> Do you know, out of the can, fridge. I just had a thought, you know, just going, staying on this top, not the ice cream topic, but the uh, racist topic. Looking, on average, if you, our starting lineup at Leicester, there's less white players than there are non-white players. And yet yeah. we still, and I think that's possibly the same in a lot of clubs. And Just yet. Not Burnley. Not Burnley. <laughs> Burnley's not, <laughs> I think there's about, well, I think there's two. Well, you know, I mean, when you look around, I mean, you know, we're buying a lot of Africans and what have you, because they're, they're bloody good, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. And, and yet we cheer them every week of the season. And yet they go and do that. And then, as I say, it, it, it annoys me that they then go back to the clubs and cheer them on when they've got their colours on. Sorry, I just had to. No, had no. To say that. Honestly, yeah. Chris, you've got to get it out sometimes. Ankit's in the house. Hello, Dan and Chris. Big up, big up, Hi, Ankit. Ankit. Hope you're well. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Nippon says, "Thought you'd gone into hiding to stay away from being bantered by everyone else." Nah, nah. I just thought I'd let everybody get their banter out. Let them throw it at everybody else. And then when it gets tiring, they can't just bring it in here. <laughs> so as much we'll as I've see. left it till late, I thought, you know, this this swings and roundabouts in that one. Uh Ankit says, respect for you guys to voice it as well, Dan. No, it, it's it's true, Ankit. It's not it's not fair, um, to be fair. So yeah, so something has to be done about it. And uh fingers crossed it's being looked into. So we can get the idiots out and uh, focus on the fans that are out there to uh, to you know, watch the football and taking taking what's what's been given as a, a really good tournament, really good tournament, and it's been spoiled in the end by some mindless idiots. Uh, hey, Joseph, uh, Joey, Joey's lad. Hope you're well, mate. Um, tell your dad I said hiya as well. Um, in fact, I'm going to message your dad um, eh, probably after this, so I'll let him know that I'll probably be in touch. I agree, Ankit. Um, stop it all. Uh, stop racism. Stop online abuse. Stop violence. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot, isn't there? I mean, there'd have been it'd have been domestic abuse galore, flaming abuse online. Um, there's all sorts happens after you know a couple of beers and football. Sometimes with with certain people in certain areas, it's not fair. It's not fair at all. Um, Nippon, I am disappointed. England didn't win the Euros. I really wanted to say. I wanted to see Hussam with a half bald head. I mean, but we yeah. want to see Nippon with a blue head, don't we? Yeah, we're still waiting for Nippon yeah, with the blue come hair. On, Nippon, stand up to the mark. I know. Come on, never mind waiting for your mum. If you stop going out for meals, you'll be able to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it would have been funny because that's what he would have done as a forfeit. So yeah, fair play, fair play to Hussam for uh, if he would have done that. But yeah, he, he wanted Italy anyway. But yeah, obviously we'll we'll move on from it from uh, all the racial stuff. We want to, as much as it's a very key point, we don't want to drag it on because it's giving those idiots airtime, and yeah. and it's not fair. It, it, you know, we'll, let's talk about the matter of fact of what we're here for, what the channel represents, and that's football. So, Chris, the final came about. Obviously, I mean, let's break it down. The the end of the Denmark game, the belief. Around, around, everywhere, everywhere in England, just 
we actually thought we actually went all scouts, didn't we, and thought this is our year. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm a Leicester fan. You're a Burnley fan. We're used to not winning things, aren't we? You know, it's it sort of some more than second. others, Chris. Some more than others. <laughs> No, no, we over the years it's been like that, you know. Yeah. We, we've, you know, we've, we're not winning trophies year in, year out, and you know, we've, we've got to, we've got to look at it and go. I always say this: Would we have taken that at the start of the season? At start, at the start of the season, at the start of the tournament, would you have said, "Yeah, you'll get to the final, but you lose the final"? Will you take that now? Yeah, add a bit in your hand off. Yeah. You know, because we weren't expected to get that far. You know, there was so much criticism going about about Gareth Southgate's management style, his squad. He played a blinder. I don't care what anybody says. He played a blinder. You know, he criti- You know, we criticised him for choices he made, subs he made. Up until that final, he got us there. And you yeah, can't ask any more than that. No, can you? I mean, I will hold my hands up. I will say that I did say that England will get to the final and lose. I called it before the tournament. I called it before the tournament. So, you know, I, I didn't call it halfway through. It was literally at the beginning. I, I, I always said... I was blaming Ankit for saying that it would go to penalties and England would win on penalties. <laughs> and he jinxed it. It was you all along. <laughs> yeah, I think Ankit just helped it over the line, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more gutted that I didn't put money on it. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a Lancastrian. <laughs> it, really does. Uh, it matters more when there's money on it. Yeah. Oh, hashtag bet responsibly as well while we're here. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. But, uh, I mean, I mean it's, ah, it's disappointing. Um, I would, I would have been more disappointed had Leicester lost the FA Cup than England losing the Euros to be honest yeah. with you, because that would have meant more to me. I know Maisie, who's a regular on this show as well, she she was would have been more dis- she was more disappointed at England losing uh that than the Euros than Man United losing the Europa League final. Um which I don't quite get. But then again I'm more of a club man than a country man. You know I'm kind of it, it's re it's re got my interest back in England because I'd lost it. You know, I I kind of started stopping to like to follow England as such under Sven when Sven was man. That's going back a bit, but you know, you played all these meaningless friendlies. I can remember Australia we played, and I think we made ten changes at half time, and it just made the whole point of the whole thing ridiculous. And now you look at the qualifying groups. The qualifying groups are designed for the big teams to get through. You know, and if we can't get out of those qualifying groups. We might as well pack up and go home. So I don't really even get excited until a, a, a tournament comes along. But I just think if we can keep this squad together and we can, in fairness, keep Gareth Southgate in position, we've got a great future. Because, you know, he's taken a team that couldn't beat Costa Rica, couldn't get out of the group in the World Cup, and he's taken us to fourth in the World Cup. You know, and sorry, and a team that was knocked out of the Euros by Iceland, and then he's taken us to fourth in the World Cup, third in the Nation League, and second in the Euros. What have we got to complain about? Exactly, steady progression. Yeah, steady progression. Yeah. And uh, and to be fair, I, I'm very similar to you. You know, and I, I can I think I watched an interview of Harry Redknapp 
you know, he said, what, what are your thoughts on, on England? And it, it was probably a couple of years, but I think it was under Capello. And he said, it's all well and good. It's literally all well and good playing San Marino, playing a bunch of people, that are, you know, making bread. One person's making bread. The next person's, you know, a house husband. The other yeah. one works on local farm. You know, it, it was all well and good playing these teams and beating them, you know, 7 8 nil. But then when it came to the games that mattered, we we were awful. I mean, I think this was the one of the reasons they introduced this Nations League, wasn't it? To get, you know, to make friendlies more worthwhile. You know, so you were playing, you know, teams that were the same level as you. Um, and, you know, we, 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 all right, we got past Switzerland. It was it with penalties and what have you. But, you know, look at everything that Gareth's done. You know, we he's got us to, to where we are. Cheers, thank He's got us to top four, whether you like that and you believe that or not, in the in the rankings. You know, we've beaten, we've we've won had well, we won a World Cup penalty shootout. We won another penalty shootout in the Nations League. We um, beaten Germany for the first time in fifty five years. We've got our first final in fifty five years. There's nothing else the man can do other than win. And at the end of the day, there was what was it twenty or twenty four teams that were in there. And we, we, we got into the final. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Boxers comment here. Southgate has done more than Capello, McLaren, Hodgson, Ericsson, etc. And done very well. If you look at the final on its own, we wasted a huge chance on a home ground. I, I, th- there, is, there is a bit of that. I can, I can understand where people are coming from. Because yeah. even over, not just the final, we, we, the game against Germany, I thought we set up quite defensively. And then I was looking at the bench and thinking, how much attacking intent's on there? And maybe that was his tactic to s- sort of, you know, set up early, defend like a brick shit house, and then throw on fast legs and kill yeah. the game off. Yeah. I mean, the final, yeah, he, he got it wrong, uh, in my opinion. He, he could have brought, when I say he got it wrong, I mean, he could have brought Rashford and Sancho on at half time of extra time. Not just as about just as about the referees about to blow the whistle for penalties, you know. Get l- give them a bit of leg time, um, you know. Grow into the game a little bit. The, the 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 other side to that is bringing somebody on at that stage of the game can just you know you you, you suddenly got somebody that's played with you know this guy next to him for you know hundred odd minutes, passes the ball to where he thinks he'll be. And he's suddenly not there because it's a different player. That player breaks, so you know that ball's taken off us by the Italians. They break through and score. It's like the old, you know, never make a substitution at a corner sort of thing, yeah. isn't it? You know. Yeah. So there's that. There's you know there's that side to it as well. But you know, I like the comment that somebody said. Like now we're going to have to go back to moaning about our own manager's tactics for the next nine months. And I I've sat with I love I love Rogers to bits, but sometimes. I well, Scotland are in the Scotland are in the quicksand, then, aren't they, Yank? <laughs> oh, um, and then Switzerland. I don't know what they're doing. No, they're trying to fill the holes in the cheese, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> you no. Know, in in joking aside, um, you know, I've I love Brendan Rodgers a bit. I'd have his babies, you know. But there's times last season I looked at him and I'm thinking, what the hell have you done? You know, why have you picked that team? 
he's gone on and won the game. Yeah, great decisions. That was great tactics. You know, we're so we're so fickle. And you played eight games, I think it was, wasn't it, in there? Um, and you know what? He got it wrong in maybe a couple. Yeah. As you say, it's going back to club level. Um, it's one of those where Sean Dash at the beginning of last season, we had injuries galore, I get that. But yeah. then we also had, you know, Chris Wood and Barnes, who the season before were firing on all cylinders, both over 10-plus goals in the Premier League together. You know, and then last season, it just didn't work. They weren't mm. working together. It wasn't... They, it, they seemed like nobody could read each other's game. It had just gone. And yeah. Dash kept sticking with it. He kept sticking with Barnes and Wood. And every week, everyone's like, what are you doing? Mm. What does what does Vidra and Rodriguez have to do to knock these two off when none of them are in form. Yeah. Um, luckily, obviously, you know, as you said, he won get you know, Brendan won games by, you know, he, he stuck with it at times and it worked. You Under Dash, think- he, he had to change it. And when he brought Vidra back it, like, into the scene, mm. it, 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 it worked because him and Wood were phenomenal last season, well, towards the back end anyway. I think as well, you do need a bit of luck. Um, you know, I mean, in actual discovering the, the Brendan thing, hey, I tell you what, there's there's worse shouts, there's worse shouts, and Northern Ireland's part of Britain, so maybe get, get away with that. Um, the, yeah, he'd been picking a Nacho before and it just wasn't working. We got an extra injury, had to change the formation, and it just clicked. And then Nacho couldn't stop scoring, you know, if he if he farted, it blew the ball into the net. And yeah. you, you sometimes need that bit of luck, the decision just to go for you. And whether we have the luck or not in that final, you know, you're up against a team that's playing dirty, uh, a team that probably should have had a couple of players, at least one player off. You know, I mean, you know, one player was obviously auditioning to be, you know, play the Boston Strangler. You know, it, 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 but, you know, you, you, we knew what they were like before we played them. Uh, and I'm still ex- extremely proud of the lads. You know, we didn't lose a game in normal time of football. You know, and we only lost on, on, on penalties. And it wasn't brilliant penalties. And I'm sure we'll come to penalties later. But, you know, there was 10 penalties and five of them were missed. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. the game itself, touching on what you said there about the dirtiness of, of the Italians, you know, the... the on the basis of the game, you're coming up against a side who, in my opinion, before a ball was kicked, I was thinking they're more bothered. They're not. Bo- they're not thinking about the trophy. They're more bothered about their undefeated run coming to an end. Mm. You know, that was my personal opinion. That's what I thought. You know, and I was watching the videos and stuff prior to kickoff, and they're saying that Mancini said, "Come on, let's go out and go and win it." And they were all like, "What, really? Are you, are you for, are you for real?" And he sort of has instilled that belief, and they went on. And you know, I agree with what Box is saying here. England have become very hard to beat. Yeah. We conceded two all tournament. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're not going to win anything conceding goals. No, no, it's exactly. It's as simple as that. You know, you talk to any manager that takes over a team towards the bottom of the Premier League. And their first responsibility is always to plug the defence. Yeah. Because if you're not if you're not conceding, you're not going to lose. It's as simple as that. 
And Box is quite right. You know, we are hard to beat. It is. And there's also as well, though, the fact that people were saying, as it, go, it goes back to that San Marino comment when I'm saying we're beating teams 7-8-0. You know, the, in, in the friendlies we've had, we've been the what, odd 1-0, 2-0. And people going, oh, we should have been beating them more comfortably. Well, not really. I mean, I, I had mates that went to the final, they went to the semis, they went to the last 16. Did they pay they to said, get in or did they uh, sort of... Yeah, no, the they, they, they bought an England Travel Club, so they got they yeah. got tickets. But but they, you know, they said that the football wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty to watch, but we've seen mm. at club level that our football isn't the prettiest. We're not a top... Well, we Burnley certainly aren't. We're not a side mm. that turn on, the, turn on the style and, you know, being able to make, you know... Score goals. Do you not think though that when we get to finals, we always, always big them up? You know, it's like you know, it's England versus Italy. This is two great teams. You know, you wouldn't have this if it was North Macedonia versus Scotland or or Wales versus you know Switzerland. This is England, Italy. It's going to be a bit same with the FA Cup. God, it's Leicester versus Chelsea. You know, it's third versus fourth. This is going to be a great two teams that love to play football. It's a final. That love to play yeah. football goes out the window. I know, from a neutral's point of view, the FA Cup final was, apart from the goal that was amazing, but it was probably, from a neutral's point of view, an awful game to watch. Do I give a shit? No, we won. No. We won 1-0. No, we won't. In 10 years' time, when we're talking about it, and believe me, as Leicester fans, we'll still be talking about it in 10 <laughs> years' time. <laughs> it doesn't come around that you know that often. Let's be honest with you, um, but you know we won't be saying, "Oh, do you remember that game that was boring to watch? We only just managed to win it one nil, and they got a goal just allowed at the end." Well, we buggery. No. We will be. We'll be. Th- yeah, do you remember that game we won? We won the FA Cup that year, and it's the same with this. You know, yeah, we're not going to go and win three or four nil, but. <sighs> I, and and I think that's people's expect. You know, that's England fans. You know, we expect to to hit four or five. We do. And as Ankit said, you've hit the nail on the head there, Chris. England were a bit too pragmatic versus Italy. The opposition was there for the taking as much as Southgate did great until the final. I mean, I know I know a lot of people. They keep saying that it. You know, Southgate's come out and said in regards to the penalties, it was it was all on him. He chose them. If anyone to blame, blame him. Which it, which is a big call for somebody that's been in that sort of heartache before. For him to say, once yeah. again, you can put it on me. But then he he is manager. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about the penalties now, or do you want to leave it till later? Yeah, we can talk. We, yeah, no, yeah. bring bring the penalties in. No, no matter. There's a lot. There's a lot to be said about penalties. We know. Let's put it bluntly. We're shit at penalties. You know, but we have got over that hoodoo. I don't think we need to be scared now. There's no yeah. way on earth that you can get yourself ready for that. You know, um, people were saying, well, you know what? You know, they've got a long walk up to the, you know, from the center, you know, halfway line up until there. But then so is the other team. You know, oh, the yeah. lads are too, the lads are too young. No, they're, no, they're old enough to play football. They're old enough to take a penalty. You know, if yeah. you go back, if you go back to the, you know, the, the 1914 war, the 1939 war, there was kids younger than Saka 
stood in trenches, water up over the boots, getting shot at by the Germans. So don't say that the 19-year-old lad... Exactly, well said, Chris. ...is going to be, you know, shouldn't be up there taking penalties. You could argue that he shouldn't have taken penalty number five. That's another, that's another argument altogether. But, yes, he should be up there taking a penalty. Because what, what um, Southgate did, quite rightly, I think is he got them practising penalties after every training session. And he got a list. And he went, oh, he's the best penalty taker. He's the second best penalty for scoring. Grealish said he wanted to take one. But then, you know, he's probably looked at that and went, you know, Grealish, you were the 10th best. So you'll be number 10 to take a penalty. There's also the fact is... as well, though, with these young lads, half of them won't have took a penalty at club level. So when... When the keepers are doing the research prior to games of if we do come up against penalties, yeah. which way do they go, which way do they dive, yeah. which way are they going to kick yeah. it to, there is also that thought of, shit, I don't know which way he's going to go here. Yeah. And the is thing is, right? as I said, the last two penalties were saved. Yeah. The last two penalties were saved. It's not like they've scarred them, they've missed them. No. The only person, the only incident I have for me in regards to the penalties was Rashford's run-up. That's the only yeah. incident. I, that's the only thing that comes to mind for me. The rest of it again, was one of those. Not, he took Henderson off at the last minute, but he's missed his last two penalties. Yeah, you know, yeah. for England. So you can't. Why, why would you have him take another penalty? And you know, Maguire. When Maguire went up at number two, I'm thinking, what the? Yeah. You know, Same. but obviously in training, he'd been taking the penalties. And he'd been scoring them, and that's why he was at number... I mean, it seems to me a completely logical way to plan it out. Now, you know, if a 19-year-old... And I'm not blaming him for missing, don't get me wrong, but if a 19-year-old... If people are saying he shouldn't be taking a penalty because he is 19, then he shouldn't be on the bloody pitch. End of. He's not ready to play in a major international final if he's not ready to take penalties. It's like, you know, it's like you can't go to school, you can't go to university, do all your, your, your studying for two years and then say, well, actually, I don't want to sit the exam at the end of it. <laughs> you, know, you, you can't, you know. And I, I, just think it was a, I just think it was the fairest way of doing it. And, you know, you can say goalkeepers save penalties. No, you can't. Strikers or whoever's taken players miss penalties. And, yes, they were saved but they were saved because they weren't very good penalties. It's as simple as that. If they were good penalties, they'd have gone in the back of the net. You know, there's no pressure on the goalkeeper at all. That's why the goalkeeper's normally the hero. Um, if you send it up trying to get it above the goalkeeper, you're risking it going over the bar. And let's look at it. Kane missed the penalty technically against Denmark. Yeah, It was only the fact that he had the sense to, to follow it in, which a lot of players don't. That, that, that we got it. Uh, I, I think all this thing about penalties is it went to penalties. Fine. There was nothing else I don't think Gareth could have done. I think Gareth got it spot on. And unfortunately, yeah. the players missed. And that's a, that's a shame. But what other way would... you know We're not going to get rid of penalties. They're here. We've tried silver and golden goals. They don't work. So it is penalties. What is better than saying that these guys take the penalties in, in training... Therefore, they're the ones. Because I'll tell you something, right? If you'd have got, I don't know, name me an England player who didn't take a penalty who, who was quite experienced. Sterling. Sterling, okay. So you put Sterling up for, say, right, Sterling, you're going to go and um, you're going to go and, and take penalty number five. 
And yet in training, let's say over all the training periods, he took 20 penalties and he got two. But Saka in that same thing has got 15. Yeah. So you're putting Sterling up because, yes, he's more experienced, but he's fucking shit at taking penalties. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, you know, I, I just think, yes, he got it. The way he went about it was right, but they still, you know, it was unfortunate. That's the way it went. We just didn't, we didn't score them. Exactly. I mean, what Ankit says there, obviously, they recorded Kane's pen as a save for Casper. I can understand because it, it, you do see it sometimes where as much as they miss but following on the rebound, and they still say that it's a goal via penalty, it still has P in brackets, which mm. is which is ludicrous in my opinion yeah. because yeah, he's already right. took the penalty. So basically, the mm. ball's back in play. It's just a normal goal. So, yes. so yeah, I agree with that. It should have been recorded. It should have been recorded as a save. I'm glad it were. Grealish said he wanted to take one. I mean... It's it, it's a it's a big thing, isn't it, to turn around and say, right, I want to step up and take one because there is players there that maybe shy away from wanting to take one because they've not really had much luck in the past. But I, I mean, what what Ankit's saying there is, yeah, basically what I was saying. So maybe in training, Saka was superb. I think Saka was the. There's no way if Maguire wasn't good at taking penalties that he would have taken penalty number two. I'm sorry if you think anything other than that. You, you 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 need to have your, your your brain examined. He was number two because he was doing well in the training penalties. Um, the problem you've got as well, and Terry Venable said this, I think it was, and he, he wasn't a bad manager, <laughs> certainly for England, somebody we all loved and what have you. Um, and he used to say, having somebody that wants to take a penalty is a hell of a lot easier, a lot better for you than the somebody you're making take a penalty. Yeah. yeah. Because and it, you don't want to take a penalty. And I'm not saying Grealish is lying. Don't get me wrong. But, oh, how convenient, how, how easy is it to say after the incident, oh, I wanted to take one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I look at, I look at the that. incident where um, I think it was Portugal. I think uh, they were on penalties. I'm not sure whether it were for the national, the national league. I'm not sure. Uh, no, I don't think it were that. It, it, it were it were it were one tournament, um, and they had penalties in final. I think it was, and it showed Ronaldo shouting Joao Martino, "Come on, you come up. You're taking one. You strike mm -hmm. a good ball. You, you know, I know you don't want to take. It. Come on, you're at, you know. If you miss, so be it." And, you know, it was picked up on the audio. You know, if, if you miss, so be it. But at the end of the day, you strike a ball really well. Go up, take it, take it. And in the end, he did. He went up, struck it, scored. And, you know, they were celebrating like, no, tomorrow. So, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's preference. And it also, mm. the thing I have different with Portugal to what we have with England is, obviously, we have a lot of respect for Gareth. We're taking what he's said. You know, the, the players have come out and said that the unity in the group has been ridiculously strong. Yeah. You know, sometimes you look at teams like Portugal and you you see manager doing this on touchline and you see Ronaldo telling them different. You know, it's... Do you know what, though? It's a manager's job to defend his players. Uh, it's a manager's job... Um, yeah, well, I don't know about that. But, you know... I've been a manager, not a football, obviously, and I would never, 
criticise a member of staff in front of another member of staff. Yeah. You know, I'd take them aside into a separate room. What Mourinho used to be very, very good at this is that he'd come out after a game and yet he'd blame the referee or he'd blame somebody, Ferguson as well. But it was deflecting the blame from the players. Yeah. And Pearson tried it. Pearson was absolutely shit at it, though, with the ostrich <laughs> the ostrich head and what have you, you know. <laughs> but that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to deflect blame and say, look, blame me. I'm the manager. I'm the one you should... Ah, but we want to have a go at so-and-so. Yeah, oh, no, leave him alone, you know. Uh, and he wasn't very good at that. Gareth, he's, he's taking the blame, you know. What they do behind closed doors is is up to them. As I say, I still think Grealish should have kept his gob shut because I say it's very easy to come out and say, yeah, I wanted to take one. Well, you didn't take one. It's as simple as that. Either you hadn't got the balls to take one or you were shit at taking them. Because I'm sure if you wanted to take one, um, uh, Grealish, and you were good at it, you would have been in that top five. And let's have a look at Man United, Villarreal. That went yeah. down to the goalkeepers. So if Saka, let's say, hadn't taken that one, it might have got to the point where, let's say, penalty, let's say it was eight all, and then nine eight to, to Italy. Then suddenly Saka needed to take that to stay in, and he missed that. Would they then yeah. still be saying, oh, we shouldn't be taking penalty? He didn't have a choice then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. With, with this blame call, we've got to. We were beaten at the end of the day. Italy, let's be honest with you, were the better team. On yeah. the game. Yeah, yeah. And they were better at penalties by one penalty. That was it. One penalty. They were better than us. And that happens in football. Why are we looking for blaming, every, you know, oh, this was wrong, that was wrong. Sometimes you actually get beaten by the better team. Yeah. I agree. And you know, people are saying, oh, you know, he changed his formation and, you know, he shouldn't have had Shaw on and all. Well, but that formation put the ball in the back. The, net the formation works because yeah. for, for, for knocking on, you know, 70 minutes, we, we, were, hold, we were holding yeah. a team that who literally have, when they've conceded, that they've only, they've managed to get back into the game within 10 minutes. Mm. Yeah, you know, we we held them out at half time. We were talking about you know Gary Lineker and everybody else, yeah. whichever channel you're watching, we're saying how you know we, we've managed to hold them off till this point. Can you see mm. us see, seeing it out? But you knew full well Italy were going to come out strong in the second half. Yeah, you know they had to, and yeah. a team that's un, been unbeaten and undefeated in so many games, you know it. it you you can't just lie down. That I mean. I know, obviously, we're going further back into the game. We're going a bit like backwards, but their goal—it wasn't—it wasn't, it wasn't anything to shout about. It was lucky. It was lucky. It, it it was lucky. A lucky rebound. And like I said before, sometimes you know what—you need a bit of luck. You do. And you know, they were—they were lucky that that guy didn't get sent off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, have you be... not—have you not seen the picture that did the rounds? There's a picture of for any, for anybody listening. Um, there is also a picture of, uh, I think it's Chiellini and um, and Mancini oh, stood up, stood stood basically on the opening of the plane back it back in Italy, and they're lifting the trophy up, 
and Keelan has got his other arm in air and someone's got a picture, someone's edited the picture where Saka's dangling from air and Trophy's <laughs> in other hand. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. But I mean, that that was disgraceful. You know, it was, it, it was right in front of the um, linesman. Okay, he got booked for it, but... He could have he could have done him some damage. Yeah. He, he, you know, it wasn't just a case, <coughs> excuse me, of pulling a shirt. Pulling a shirt, you pull it, you you know, you pull in like that. Yeah. You're not pulling back on something that's gonna cut you across the neck. It, it's the rules, so maybe he should only have got the, the yellow, but to be honest with you, you needed somebody like a Roy Keane or a Stuart Pierce after that to have gone up and kicked him one on the shin and said, Oi, you know. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because yeah, I think that's, that's what we're why. missing. We're missing something like that. Yeah, I think we're definitely missing somebody with a bit of passion. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm, and don't quote me on this. Anybody in, in in the chat and everything, England's got passion all over the field. As you can see, that you know when they were all together after the Denmark uh, win, they were all stood there. They were belting Sweet Caroline out with the fans. The passion was there. But when I say passion, I mean somebody that will literally dive into everything, will throw themselves at the last ball, will not mm. shirk a challenge, will literally spill blood for the cause. That's what I'm talking about. Not so, I not... mean, we all, we all remember the picture of Terry Butcher from the World Cup where he's basically got bandaged yeah. round his head. You wouldn't get away with that these days, let's face it. You oh, know, no. Just, no, you'd have to change your top even if you... Uh, yeah. You have to change but, your top even if you've got a scratch on your leg these days. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know what? I will accept that Italy were the better team on the night, on, over the over the game. They were better at penalties, but I don't respect them. No, I no, don't respect I... them for the way they played, the way that they no. yep yeah, players dive. But you know, don't make it so obvious as that guy that went down and then got up two seconds later because they scored. You know, don't don't tug back on the shirt. I've I've no respect for the Italians at all. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I think obviously the stats don't lie in terms of the possession, shots, and mm. things like that. But on the basis of that, the way they've done it, they've they've done it dirty, and they've they've. Mm. So it's like it's like I, I think I said on your channel that you know for, I'm I'm I'll hold my hands up. Italy deserved it, but at least we can walk away with our heads held high, knowing that we played in the final with dignity. We're yes. not, we've not literally running around with a trophy in our hands, which we had to play dirty for. Yeah. So it's, it's been and a tough not, one. And that's not being sore losers. No, no. Is it? You know, that, because, you know, no, we both said, you know, that they, they, they deserved it on, you know, I mean, you know, 66%, I mean, 66% to 34% possession, 19 shots to our six. We only had two shots on target. That is poor. But then you've got, I think there's a lot of England players that just didn't turn up on the day. You know, yeah. Kane Kane had a bad game again after he'd started to play really well. Sterling returned to what he was like three yeah. three years ago when he was just yeah. trying to piss around on the edge of the box with yeah. it. He he that was his worst his worst game of the tournament, Sterling. Um and it says Italian players are the best at dark arts. You, you can you can say that's unfair, but part of football. Both teams were great. Otherwise, in my opinion, it's a close call. Mm, yeah, don't don't necessarily agree with that. I'm afraid, don't it? <laughs> I think I think we played well in terms of defending the onslaught from the second half. 
But I also feel in the first 15 to 20 minutes, we could have killed that game off. Yes, yeah, we could. Uh, and again, it was it was almost like watching Leicester because we do that all the time, you know, last season. We'd get, we'd get in the lead and we just don't get that killer second goal. The opposition come back, usually with Leicester, it's straight after half-time, we let a goal in. Um, and... Uh, uh, we end up losing it, and yeah, quite right. Mount was not seen. You know, he, he was he was he had a really really bad game. And yeah. I'm not say, Phillips, it, Phillips had had a, a cr- absolute cracking tournament, but Declan yeah. Rass shone above Kev- Calvin Phillips. But Calvin Phillips was absolutely knackered. How yeah, he was. managed to stay on, I was dreading him taking a penalty because you know what. They'd have had to wheel him up to the penalty spot in a, in a wheelchair. Hey, they still got up to the ball faster than Rashford bloody did. Well, that, that, that's, that's true. That's true. But, you know, and you can't, you know, Mount, Kane, Sterling. I don't say they didn't turn up. I don't mean they didn't turn up on purpose because no player no. ever, ever, ever does that. It They just had bad games. You know, they just, these players, well, they're not robots. No. You know, and it's like we've all got players in our own clubs that we look at and we think, yeah, like we've got Tielemans. Is he going to play and score goals like he did in the FA Cup for every single game he plays? No. But because of how he is, we get a bit annoyed when he doesn't. And, you know, it's Kane. It's like, you know, what we, you know, you'd, you'd be scoring goals. You, you weren't even there. You know, you where was Sterling? And you're the best of the best you're supposed to be here. But, they're human, and they will have bad yeah, days at the are. office. We all have bad days at the office. Um, I think, I think the thing is as well, though, that it, Italy, in the end, started playing for penalties. They, mm. you know, the, we looked knackered, we were tired, and everything else. But that last, the probably last six, seven minutes of the second half of extra time, mm. we got a foothold in the game again. We yes, started we trying to, you know, yeah. It was almost like a second wind. We sort of went yeah. trying going forward. The Italians sat back on that, thinking if we can deal with this onslaught, take it to penalties, then it's fine. If if we concede, then back to square one. Do you, do you think teams look at England and think, you know, if we get them to penalties, it's ours because they know of our record at penalties? It, it, I suppose so. There could be a little bit of that. Um, mm. I think obviously we're at the Swiss. We're at the Swiss that we beat on penalties. When we uh, not yeah, this tournament, Nations League, yeah, yeah, yeah. And third, yeah. And you know, everyone was were just really ridiculously happy because it it was like, oh my god, with the hoodoos yeah. off our back, yeah. You know, we've got that off our back. We've got beating the Germans off our back. Yeah, we've got getting exactly. into a final for the first yeah. time in fifty odd years. Yeah, it's you know we've broke so many boundaries and we've come on leaps and bounds. As you said, fourth, third, second. We'll win the World Cup. Qatar. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say. Qatar. Yeah. We've been saying it it's coming though. home. We didn't give you a timescale, people. No, <laughs> we did. I love that saying. I love that. You know, I mean, I, I just think that the trophy was, you know, they, you know, they, they bring the ball on by uh, by a little, a little car. Yeah. I think, the, I think the trophy was delivered by Amazon because they, they must have delivered it to next door because it didn't come home, did it? <laughs> <laughs> so you're out. We left it in Italy for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, we left um, it with a neighbour. That's yeah. what came through. Yeah, we left exactly, it with a neighbour. Exactly. Italy. What the hell? <laughs> but you know what? There's something about the English mentality and the press as well. And for the first time 
I can remember further back than you, and the British press used to love breaking a story about an England player or some or something to do with the camp just before the we'd, we'd set off for a tournament. It might have happened two or three weeks before, but they oh we'll hold on to this until the Friday when they fly, fly out ready for the Monday. We we because it will sell more newspapers then, you know. Yeah, we love to build people up. You know, we love. Oh yeah, it's coming home. We're going to win the final. Isn't it great? Oh well, we shit. Southgate should have done this. This player didn't was rubbish. We just love kicking people in the balls when we get them right up to a good position. And I still say, am I happy? I was upset, of course I was. But overall, with the tournament, we were in a final. Yeah. <laughs> what more do people expect? We, we, we are no better than, you know, all these other European teams. We're not sort of, you know, I mean... The great English people that invented football got stuffed six three by I think or six two by Hungary in the in the whenever it was in the fifties. You know, we we're not we have no God given right to do anything. And just because we lose it and we seem to go on a rampage and destroy everything and show what morons most you know most England fans are, we we should just enjoy the fact that yeah. Can I tell you something here? Right, Spain would have swapped places with us. Germany would have swapped places with us. Portugal yeah. would have swapped places with us. Belgium, um, Croatia, who, who, you know, were in a final not so long ago. All of those would have swapped places with us. Oh, massively in a heartbeat. Mm. I think for Belgium, this is probably was one of their final chances at doing it with the players that they've got mm. um, in the squad. You know, they, they've had the likes of company at the back. Um, you know, obviously De Bruyne at the moment is ridiculously injury prone. Yeah. Um, you know, taking Lukaku out of it, you know, as much as he had, he was decent. You know, you've got to have people around you. Look at Poland. Everyone expected something of Poland mm. because of Lewandowski. It, one person doesn't make a team. No, no, and he had, he had some bad days at the office, and yeah. you know, it, it, it happens, but. I just wish we could look at it and go, do you know what? Wasn't that good? And maybe in maybe in a few years' time we'll look back on it like we look on Euro ninety six. Yeah. And yeah, it we... will. It'll be one of those. It'll be the next bloody three mm. lions song. It'll be, you know, yeah. Saka stepping up to take penalty. <laughs> oh, it's oh it's saved. Yeah. But what I mean is that you've got you know, at the time it was disappointing, but now we look back on Euro '96 as a great tournament for us because we were we were that much off Gaza's foot of going through to the final, and we'd have probably won the final. But you know, this time we did one better than that. Yeah, you know, we got yeah. into the final. Enjoy it. Be happy for what we did. Be disappointed. Be upset. But hey, you know, and you've got to think. Right, I'm not being awful, but. These last 18 months, millions of people have died. Yeah. We've got this bug that's going around the world that's killing people at a faster rate than, you know, anything that we've, we've, we've ever known. We've all probably know somebody that's had it. We all yeah. probably know somebody that's probably died from it, uh, who's at least been in the hospital with it. You know, we're having jabs. We've not been able to go out. We've, we've been stuck in our homes. And... This was a game of football. Yeah. 
this That's tournament has brought everybody back mm. together. Yeah. As, yeah. Like, as I say, regardless of the start and the idiots and the hooligans and everything else, yeah, taking that away from it, this whole tournament has brought us together. It's probably brought families together. Mm. You know, and I, and I mean these people that haven't been talking, these people that then say, come on, life's too short. And then the next breath, they sat around watching England play and they, they're hugging each other and everything's fine again. You know, these are little things that people don't realise. Yes. And as you, as you say, the year that we've had, you know, the year and a bit we've had, it's it's been ridiculous. Yeah, it has. So, let's, just, let's just in let's be proud of what we've achieved because we've achieved a hell of a lot. Uh, I, you know... I don't like to talk about golden eras and things like that because we've been there before with, you know, Becks and all of, you know, all that lot. And we know the, the pitfalls of saying that. But it's a good time to be an England fan. Massively. You Massively. Know. I mean, I'm going to bring it on to an individual now because a lot of people before the tournament was a bit sceptical about how Jordan Pickford's performances would have been. And for England, and especially in this tournament, he was phenomenal. He gets the golden glove, but yet doesn't get player of the tournament. Somehow it goes to Donnarumma. I don't get I don't, it. I don't know how he got player of the tournament, uh, but, you know, you know, it's just one of those things. Pick for, see, some players can have a bad time at their club they can go. I mean, how often do we see players that are brilliant for the club not be able to do it for the country? Loads. St loads Sterling again. Loads. Sterling yeah. again has yeah. had a dog awful yeah. season at, at, yeah. at Man City. He's not been yeah. firing at all. He's been looking like he's pretty much going to be left out the side. Mm. Um, and then the next minute, he's been our Lord and Saviour, and he's you yes. know scoring yeah. in every game. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you look at you look at Pickford. And he's had no bias there, Ankit. You look at Pickford <laughs> and you say, yeah, he didn't have a good season at Everton. But he's, he's you know, he, he can turn it on for England. And obviously, Gareth's seen that. Gareth's stuck by his players. He's stuck by Kane, even when he wasn't scoring. Not unlike Venables did with um, Sheringham before Euro 96. Sheringham was having a terrible time. Yeah. He couldn't score. He couldn't have scored in the proverbial ladies' house, you know. And yet he stuck with him, and he had a great tournament. Sheringham and was, I think, only second behind Shearer in goals scored. You know, so you've also got to think with a goalkeeper as well. At some point, a goalkeeper is only good as the defence in front of him. I expected that from Kate, to be honest. For all you listening, because this will be live on Spotify can I just afterwards. Say, can I just say, can I just say, the, what, are you religious? She's <laughs> not. Having, She's not. Having, I don't think having sort of the, the Pope in goal for you would have, you know, <laughs> would have been really a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for all those listening on Spotify, yeah. which obviously we are on, as well as uh, Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts, please do, you know, tune into us on there. If you don't want to see mine and Chris's face, at least then, if you think we've got a face for radio, give us a listen over there. Uh, <laughs> but the missus is saying in the comments that Pickford was good, but he's still not Nick Pope, um, which... Being a Burnley channel I, and no. me watching Burnley, I expected her to say that, to be fair. 
But yeah, um, Ankic also said I slander Jorginho every week in club football, Chris. I mean, I can understand why. Um, but but no, I can say the point that I was making uh, before um, His Royal Highness made an appearance <laughs> in Pope <laughs> it is a, a goalkeeper is only good as the defence that he's got in front of him. Yeah. And we've had a really good defence for England this tournament. You know, and you know, if the defence in front of you is is no good, it doesn't matter how good the goalkeeper is, he can't stop everything on his own. No, can he? Act? And you could you so you could argue that maybe Everton's defence wasn't that good. Um, and a lot of people would argue that. But you know, put him behind the England defence and Way and in fairness to to, to, to Nick Pope as well, he, he's he's not a bad goalkeeper. He's no Casper. He's no Casper Michael, but he's not a good bad goalkeeper. <laughs> all, all I will say is, for me, obviously, in terms of goalkeepers, I thought this was the tournament where this was Nick Pope's big chance because of how Pickford had been playing. Obviously, the the injury to Nick Pope and the operation that he had to have ruled him out. So. You know, fair enough. There is a chance, but again, going back to what you say, that people at club level and going on to international are decent. You know, can be decent. Mm. I mean, I look at us. We signed, we signed a, a keeper in Tom Heaton that was on loan at Chris, uh, uh, on loan at Cardiff. Did all right. Then he went to uh, Bristol City. They got relegated. They got relegated. Yeah. Tom Heaton was available on a free, and we brought him in. We ended up selling him to Aston Villa for 11 million so many years down the line. Yeah. You know, he came in and became number one. It's not like he actually came in and, you know, worked his way up. He actually came in and we give him a chance from the off. Didn't at one point, didn't you um, have like the three England goalkeepers all signed for you? Yeah, yeah. We had Heaton, <laughs> yeah, Heaton Pope and Hart, yeah. Yes. So can I, and something else I just want to say as well is I don't know whether I I know I'm not colorblind but whether it's just the screen here but it does look like you've got the Irish flag up there <laughs> you know Where? instead of the Italian one it looks like it's green white oh. and orange to me oh yeah because it colors yeah it does is, are you sure like you got the Italian it? flag? There? It definitely is the Italian flag. Are you sure? Because it, it, it's a Top Gear moment here. Where, <laughs> you know, because that that does look like the Irish flag to me, young man. <laughs> and I think it might just be the Latin. Yes, it does. It, it is not. It does look a little bit. Uh, let me know if you agree with me, guys. But I mean, that looks orange to me compared to the, looks... com compared to the red on the you know on the England one. No, it does. You can you can sort of see a difference. I, I understand yeah. where you're coming from now. Yeah. I didn't see that before, Chris. Very, very well observed, sir. Very well observed. I've been looking at it all night, thinking that doesn't you know look. But you know, you 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 say that it should be red. I I will believe you. <laughs> the Irish flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put them there underneath a picture of Jack Grealish of when he changed. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, Obviously, looking forward, we've got Qatar. Uh, I mean, how do you think we'll get on? I think we've already... Have we already qualified? I think we're already there, aren't we? we? Pretty, I, I think so. I think we're only yeah. probably, what, about a game away? 
I'm, I thought I read somewhere that we were already through because a lot of teams are already through. And in fairness, it's only 18 months away. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's. Um, I just. It's going to be weird because it's in the middle of the season. Um, and had it been. I think, is it before Christmas? It is, isn't it? It's December. Yeah, yeah. 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 Had it been January or February, I'd have said fair enough because it will give us a bit of a, some of a, some of the players a bit of a winter break. But it, it, it's 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 a hard one when, when you've got that because you've, if you want to sign good players, you've got to accept that we're going to lose them for tournaments. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've just signed two, two African players and we know we're going to lose both of them for the African Cup of Nations when that next comes round, you know. Uh, but do you not then not sign them? But, you know, I think, I mean, the whole thing of having a World Cup in Qatar, and I'm not being racist or anything like that, it just isn't the, it isn't the place to hold a football tournament. No. And when, I think when, even the players yeah. know that, though, don't they? The, yeah. I think the players were yeah. against it. You know, the amount of deaths that they were just because they were trying to knock these stadiums up for fun. It's, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of a lot of drama surrounding it. And a lot of people, you know, myself included, looked straight at the people that were heading it, people that said Blatter, and we were saying, you know what, you've done this. Basically, it, you've just been offered a, a big sum of cash yeah, by a, a mega rich oil company, and you've yeah. took it. You've took it. You know, he he hides behind this argument of spreading the football word. You know, and I kind of get go to America. Um, says both colours of red look orange. <laughs> um, it, 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 I, I've got what I was saying now. Okay, you've put me off. Uh, she, she's good at that. She's yeah. good at that. <laughs> yeah, changing the subject to putting us off. Um, <laughs> yeah, what was I remember? What was I saying? We were saying about uh, we're about the tournament mm. and how it should oh, be yeah. in Qatar. They're very, they're very good FIFA at hiding behind things that suit them. You know, South Africa, I get. You know, because it was taking it to South Africa. They play football. They're a big, you know, they're a big footballing nation in Africa. And, you know, it brings money in. I mean, I went to South Africa on holiday a couple of years ago. And what you tend to forget is after the World Cup is what happens. So I, I actually part, you know, doing this tour of the of the, of, the, uh, uh, of Soweto and around there. And, you know, you've got all the, you know, the, the, you know, the bad housing and everything yeah. in the slums in yeah. Soweto. And literally just by turning your head like that, you went from the slums to this huge big stadium that was used for the World Cup and it was empty and overgrown because it hadn't been used afterwards. But all that money had gone to building it. Qatar yeah. aren't exactly a big football nation, so we're not actually spreading the word of football by by taking it there. Um, it's not like they're a poor country that needs you know the, the, the publicity and, and the money being taken into it, you know. They're very, you know, what's going to happen if Budweiser sponsor the World Cup? Because I don't know whether you can drink in uh, in Qatar. No, that's another it, thing I was going to say it. that the rules and regulations of being in that country, like, you know, you, if I, if I was to go with Kate, because me and Kate aren't married, I couldn't hold a hand. We couldn't sleep in the same room. You know, I would all hope these not things. If you're not married, I mean, it's disgusting. You should you should wait until you've got a <laughs> ring on the finger. That is disgusting, young man. 
Have you not heard of the sanctuary of marriage? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's it's Sorry, sort Kate. of it's sort of medieval, isn't it? In a way yes. where you know yeah. it, it's I, I understand it's a country that's sort of in development and everything else, mm. but don't go giving it to a country in development. No, so I, much could go wrong. So much could now, go wrong with it. I bet you now. I'll predict now. And I'm not going to predict scores or who's going to be in the finals, but I predict there will be at least a couple of hundred English fans that are arrested and put in jail for drinking if it's not allowed. Oh, massively. Yeah. Massively. Yeah. It, it, but, you know, how can Qatar host the tournament where some of the big sponsors of it... Um, <laughs> sorry, mate, I've got you trouble here. It's all right. But, She's you know, on about an engagement ring. Yes, I, I gathered that. <laughs> I gathered that. Honestly, Kate, if he loved you, he would... Offer to get married and get engaged to you, you know. If that, hey, uh, I, I do, I do. Know. She just tells you that you do, you do. There you go. If you ask him, I think it's a leap year next year, Kate. Just bide your time. Um, <laughs> but how would they, how will they feel with you know, you know, companies like Budweiser sponsoring yeah. a tournament that they're hosting in a country that I don't know, I could be wrong, but he's against is against drink. And then, but then again, it, it's like players like Paul Pogba moving the Heineken bottle that was a, that was zero point zero percent alcohol out of the way. Yeah, you know, it wasn't an alcoholic was it Pogba, drink. Was it Ronaldo? I think it was Ronaldo. Not Ronaldo moved Coca Cola. Oh, did he? Right, right, right. Yeah, yes, Pogba he did. moved he's Heineken. Um, see, again, I'm sorry. Who do these footballers think they are? Right, they're footballers at the end of the day, and I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll 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 leave your rings out of this, Kate, shall we? <laughs> um, let, let's let's not go there, but we'll we'll get to the bottom of it later. Um, <laughs> these these companies, I'd have been fuming if I was the Coca Cola MD or whatever. I'd have said to you, "Wait for pulling me and pulling me advertising for the rest of the tournament," and Heineken as well, because they've paid millions. And then there's these players being childish. You know, I'm going to say, I don't like it. It's bad for you. I'm moving that. Well, you yeah. know, you, the money that's being pumped into the, the into football by these clubs, by the sponsoring of it, you're happy to take that, aren't you? And let's be honest with you. Let's not forget Ronaldo, not so long ago, used to used to um, be an ambassador of some, or he certainly was in yeah. was in Coca-Cola adverts. Yeah, uh, I, I... Not sure whether it were Coke, it were Pep. Probably a lot of footballs were on Pepsi, weren't they? They're on Pep. They had the right. pictures on Pepsi cans and stuff like that. Players like Messi and things like yeah. that. They all, yeah. they all did. Um, the thing but is, I can understand football. where you're coming from. <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from, though, because Coca Cola could have easily said, "Yeah, we want, we want to pull out." Yeah. But, but on the flip side of that, there was other teams going. It might not be good for Ronaldo, but it's good for me. And drinking it during interviews, so they sort of got a, a positive reaction as well. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. It, and you know, and the no, fact no. that even if they've got a picture of Ronaldo picking them bottles up and moving them to the side, even if they just took a still of Ronaldo holding them bottles, Ronaldo mm. touching a cork bottle probably endorsed their product. Yeah, by ten percent. Yeah, it, it's true. ridiculous how it works, but yeah. But going back to the football, and I do feel we are on a football show, so maybe we should. I think the stadium are going to other stadiums. I think are going to be air conditioned. They have yeah, to be, don't so. they? Yeah. You, know, you know, even though we're going in December, it's going to be so hot. It, you you couldn't. I mean, you know, you're not going to need one drinks break 
you're going to want two or three. Oh, yeah, massively. You know, so if if the stadium are air-conditioned, then, you know, I suppose the games are going going to be fine. I just don't agree with it being there because it was bought, and we know it was, and when all that came out, why wasn't it taken off them? But can we do well there? Yes, of course we can, because we're building on what we've already got. And the good thing is, that it's actually coming around quicker than it normally would do because of the um um because the world the world cup would have been next summer wouldn't it yeah 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 uh, so it's because of everything that's gone on it's like they say once you fall off a horse get back on as quick as you can and you know we've got international football coming back quicker than it normally would so i can't see any reason i expect us to be in the, you know in the semis at least I take that. I take yeah. that. I mean, it, it, it works because, as you say, you know, with the the drinks breaks, it's going to be red hot, whether it's December or not over there. Yeah, it's it's one of those where even pre-season, you know, at, at club level, you know, managers are taking teams for you know um, hot weather training and mm. things like that. You know, we're going to see that probably ramp up. We're going to see if there's a break for internationals where these players that aren't on international duty are going away for hot weather, you know, to learn in the hot weather and sort of have a training week. Yeah. It's, you know, these, these players are going to get all this chance to do what they need to do. Bring them up to to Gawthorpe Paul for the hot weather training. (laughs) (laughs) Christ, there's no hot weather up there. Put it that way. (laughs) Cracker. It's just a boggy mess. <laughs> well, it used to be. It used to be before our uh, investment in the training facilities. But yeah, but yeah, I I agree. You know, it's not just it's not just Bellingham and Kit as well. You know, Bellingham in eighteen months time. You know, if Sancho's doing really well at Manchester United, that's going to stand us in great Ofsted. You yeah. know, Saka could have a phenomenal season if Ofsted. he leaves. If if it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the school governing body, isn't it? Offsted? Yeah, yeah, but it, it still stands as in good off, in good stead, good not offsted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, Christ. <laughs> it's because of all these kids. They're all at, they're all at school level. They're not like us now, Chris. <laughs> I know this is it. Yeah, we, we feel older commenting on this, don't we? I, I do know it, it, it's strange, you know. I, like speaking to kids, oh, have you heard this song or have you heard of that person? Oh. No, what's yeah. this? You know, me and Kate were singing along to West Club 7 in the car the other day on a drive. Kids like... Hang on, you actually just said that live on camera. Oh, I said it live on camera. Don't you worry. Yeah. I love a cheese fest. I love a cheese yeah. fest, Chris. You can't beat it, can you? You can't. You can't. No. A couple of drinks and you're dancing around, throwing shapes and all sorts. Yeah. I, I just don't think S Club 7 should have ever been released from jail, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, Kate. I am only 29. You are in your 30s. You are technically got yourself a toy oh, boy. She's a cougar, is she? <laughs> she is. She's a cougar. Whoa, Kate. <laughs> it's all coming out now. <laughs> I know. Honestly, no. I mean, I, I, as as you said, semi-finals be more than happy with it. The hot weather training, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, where's Harry Kane going to be? It's, you know, Saka could be doing good things if he leaves Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> I would be surprised if Kane's in the in the squad next uh, next one. Yeah, 
I would if he's not having a great season, especially with his ankles. Yeah. Uh, Doug, thanks for tuning in. I know you did. Happy birthday! Uh, happy birthday for yeah, a couple well of done, days Doug. back. Obviously, yeah. um, turning twenty-nine, it's no main feat at all. Um, it's that scary time now, though, where you're a bit like, oh, thirty's creeping up. I mean, I've only got August to wait. Back end of August, and I'm like, <laughs> e. So I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, I know, okay. I know you only turn thirty in March. I mean, yeah, you've had two lockdown birthdays. Two lockdown birthdays, to be fair. So you know, she, she's she's probably saying I'm still twenty eight because the last two don't count. <laughs> but um Patrick Only a woman could get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, hope you're well. Thanks for tuning in. Charlie, hope you're good. Thanks again also for tuning in. Uh we're doing all right, mate. We're doing all right. I mean, the fact that you're here, the fact that you're willing to listen to what we've had to say, it's been it's been brilliant. So thank you. As I said, do get your comments in. We are probably going to wrap this up soon, but uh, do get your comments in. Let us know what how you think we will get on in Qatar. You know, is there any specific player you think will stand out? Um, true, I get that. Ankit says, I'm so looking forward to the World Cup already. Euros has rekindled international football for sure. Couldn't agree more. By the way, I'm turning 37 soon. Just the number, guys. Yeah, Lankit, you don't look... In fairness to him, he doesn't look 37. No. He looks about 50, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it went awkwardly quiet. I knew there was going to be some sort of punchline coming there. Uh, hey, I'm 60, so I, I'm, I'm just sat here crying. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing wrong talk. with that, Chris. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Like the missy says, you're only as old as you feel. Oh, I, of course, I was going to say you're only as old as the woman you feel, but you, can, you can't say that if you're Gary Glitter. Thank you, Nell. Why do you keep having me back on? That's all I can say. I know. I'm sat here now going, it's gone really well. It's got, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you, 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 oh, hang on. That's me making a noise. My battery's going down. It's all right. There you go. Sorry, it's I, my age, you see. I have to charge myself up. No, that oh, it's, great, Kate. Hey, it's it's just one of them. It's just one of them. We're all getting older. We're all getting wiser. I think we're. we're all, I'll speak for myself <laughs> we'll on that, that one. I will speak for myself yeah. on that one. <laughs> but no, uh, Chris, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for coming say, along. I think we we have got to look forward to to the World Cup next year. It's good times. Let's take the positives out of the Euros, where we were, like I say, not so long ago, and where we are now. It's, you know, I say, you know, Roy Hodgson coming back from Brazil, not even getting out of the group stage, not being able to beat Costa Rica, Harry Kane on corners. How far have we come? We've come a bloody long way. And, uh, and we That's can keep it all together, bring on the World Cup, and uh, I, you know, let's enjoy. Let's just enjoy football for what it is. Couldn't agree more, Chris. Couldn't agree more. I mean, thank you for coming on again. Thank you for Any speaking time, about this final again, which obviously Any you know, as, as painstaking <laughs> as it was. Um, I was thanks, I'm going to go off and take my medication now. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's one of those, it's not where you're literally you, you, popping you, you, the pillars out, is it? You're just tipping box into Andy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm crushing them down, you know, <laughs> with a straw. No, I mean, thanks for having me on again. Uh, yeah, so you're your own worst enemy, really. But uh, Yeah, it's all right, Chris. You know. you, you're harmless enough when you're only over a camera. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till I turn up and knock on your door. <laughs> like cakes for you. <laughs> I have heard there's a cougar lives here. Where is she? You know? <laughs> oh, cheers, and keep for tuning in. Cheers, everybody in the comments for tuning in. Uh, Chris, again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, tuning in, welcome, being here, mate. coming along. Uh, again, give Lester till I die a book because it's an absolute cracking channel. Brilliant, mate. Cheers. It's always great to be on. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Give us a subscribe. We'd be forever grateful. Lester Till I Die Facebook and also on Instagram and on Twitter at Lester TID. And don't forget, guys, give this channel a sub as well. Dan works really, really hard on this. So he told me to say. You know, he works very, very hard on this. It's a great channel. As you can see, we have a great laugh. It's always a pleasure to come on. Make sure you sub, um, sub to this channel as well. Cheers, Chris. Thanks a lot for coming on again. And uh, anytime, I I'll drop me out twenty quid later on. That's okay. Hey, I'll see you on Monday. You will. You will. Yes. Uh, for everybody that's here, do head over to Lester to Light RTV. I will be over there on Monday. Uh, Chris has got a nice little quiz. Him alongside Craig that he has on a regular as a panelist. He set some questions alongside Chris, and they're going to put my Burnley knowledge to the test as well as Lester. So. Um, yeah, I've seen the questions. We had a bit of a we had a bit of a test run through last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. I, I am nervous. To be fair, I am nervous. He <laughs> no, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. They're not going to be it, hard. Of course, it'll be fun. Of course, it'll be yeah. fun when it's like uh, question one. You got that one wrong. Question two. <laughs> you know what? I'll just put you out your misery. You got one out of twenty. Yeah. How's that sound? <laughs> where 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 did Burnley play? Turf Moor. No, they don't. They don't play at Turf Moor. They turn up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go, mate. Before you swear at me. Uh, See you I won't, hey, I'll, I'll never swear at you, Chris. <laughs> All the best, Kate, as well. You have my sympathy for putting up with him, but uh, <laughs> make, make sure he sorts your ring out. Uh, well, <laughs> I just twigged. Um, no, thanks again, Chris. Honestly, uh, cheers for coming on, and I'll see You're you on welcome, Monday. If I don't Take see you care. before, yeah. Take care, Stay pal. Stay safe, everybody. Bye, pal. So there was Chris. Thanks for coming on. Absolute laugh. Absolutely brilliant. You know, I, I can't fault him enough. He's a he is a cracking guy. Uh, as Kate says, checks already in the post since his six set six day. I mean, I'm surprised you sent it in the post. To be honest. I'd have just attached it to a little pigeon's leg and sent it off. It'd have got there eventually. Uh, Chris, Australia are English rivals in the Ashes. Just notice your cap. And uh, I know, I know, Anki. I was going to pull him up on that since he pulled me up on the orange, the orange background. Uh, guys, if you are still here, if you are still watching, thanks very much for tuning in. I would just like to say that, pardon me. Say, I'm glad I've done that now. Chris has gone. Christ, I'd have had a right go at me. Um, Please do tune in on Friday as well. Friday, we are doing, better late than never, we are doing our end of season review. And what we have is it is, it is a northern edition. So we have got the 
a Man City fan, United fan, Everton fan, Liverpool fan, and another Burnley fan, not just myself. So please do tune in. We are going to discuss the seasons. We are uh, the seasons. Yeah, summer, autumn, winter, spring and all that. No, we are going to discuss last season, 2020-21 season and what's to come for these teams this year. Thank you very much for tuning in. You've all been amazing. Thanks a lot for your comments. As I said, please do like, subscribe um, to the channel at Turf More House on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just be there. It, honestly, a, a like and a sub means so much. So thanks for tuning in. You've been wonderful. I've been Dan. Thanks again.